So I want to talk to us about the power of expectation. Acts chapter 3, reading from verses 1. The Bible says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. This man was sitting at a gate called Beautiful. His situation was not beautiful. <laughs> Verse 3, who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave it unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Ah, Verse 6, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Remember that this man had been lame from where? Talk to me. From where? His mother's womb. From birth. <laughs> that means he was even lame in his mother's womb. <laughs> Terrible situation. He had never walked. Now, to get the full picture, in Acts chapter 4, verse 22, Acts 4, 22, we'll come back to read the remaining parts of this. Acts 4, 22, the Bible tells us that for the man was above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was should. Now, he says he was above. That means he might have been 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. He was somewhere between 45 and 49. So, at least this man had been in this situation for 40 years. At least. A 40-year problem. Going back to Acts 3. Verse 7. And he looked, he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately, somebody say immediately. His feet and ankle bones received strength. Verse 8. And he leaping up stood and walked. Ha! This man was walking for the first time in 40 years at least. First time. And he entered with them, in with them, into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people and praising God. Hallelujah. His situation became beautiful. But I want to point us to verse 5. He says, This man gave it unto them, doing what? expecting to receive something from them. Expectation is a powerful force in the kingdom. You see, you must understand how the kingdom of God works. Things do not happen accidentally in God's kingdom. The kingdom has certain principles that govern the way it operates. And if you want to receive the best of God, you want to receive all of God, you want to receive everything that God has planned and proposed for you, it will be important to understand the principles that govern the kingdom. When you got born again, you were introduced into a kingdom. Right? 
the same way when you are operating on the face of the earth, there are certain principles that govern the way we operate on the face of the earth. For example, if I decide to walk down, except by supernatural intervention, right? <laughs> if I decide to walk down this stage, there is something that is going to happen to me. You know what it is? What's going to happen? The law of gravity will kick in. Why? Because in this sphere of life, there is something called the law of gravity that says that anything that goes up must come down except an, another force is acting on that element or that material. Praise God. In this realm of life, there are certain unwritten laws. For example, you must, you know, um, if you must go to school, read, study, the more you read, then you are, your probability for success increases. It's an unwritten law. So they give birth to you and they are telling you, go to school, read, 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 read. It's good to read. But you see, the same way there are laws that govern the existence of human beings on this side of heaven, there are laws that govern the existence of Christians in the kingdom of God. One of such laws is the law of expectation. Amen. Now, what is expectation? I looked at the dictionary. The dictionary says that expectation is a strong belief that something will happen. Somebody says strong belief. That something will happen. A burning desire that says that this thing that I want to happen will definitely happen. Expectation is a law in our kingdom. It's a law in the realm of the spirit. As a matter of fact, I usually say that both God and the devil respect what you expect. What you desire is what you would experience. Your expectation defines your experience in this kingdom. Hence, it's extremely important to pay attention to the things that you are expecting. And you know expectation can be positive or negative. <laughs> expectation can be positive, negative, and neutral. Now there are some people who have heard about Mercy Conference, I believe they are not here, and they plan to be at the conference. But you see, they plan to be at the conference because it's a conference. Ah, they are bringing powerful men of God. Wow, let me be there. And that is all. If you ask them, what are you expecting to happen to you after Mercy Conference? By the 5th of February, what do you want to have experienced? They have no idea. Or they are not sure. Praise God. Praise God. Your expectation defines the boundary of your experiences. So it's very important that you are deliberate about what you are expecting where Mercy Conference is concerned. Powerful meeting. God has called for this meeting, inspired his servant to invite every single person that has been invited to minister at the conference. But what is going to happen to you at the end of Mercy Conference 2023? You must define it. I'll show you a story. Luke chapter 1. 
Luke chapter 1. From verses, let me... It's a beautiful story that most of us have read before. It's a story about a man named Zacharias. Zacharias was an high priest and um, was married to a lady called Elizabeth. And um, from verses... Let's, let's start from verses 5. Luke 1, 5. The Bible says, There was in the days of Herod a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia. You see, this is the first place where Abia was. So Abia is in the Bible. Abia state. Who is from Abia state here? <laughs> your, your state is in the Bible. Praise God. <laughs> and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron. And her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child. Somebody say they had no child. Because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he, that Zacharias, executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, verse 9, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. Verse 11. This is interesting. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Verse 12. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. What was Zechariah expecting to see? <laughs> you know, but you can understand what the answer to that question is. Because verse 9 says, he went to do it as the custom of the priest. He got used to doing it. So he entered into the, you know, the temple today, offered burnt incense, left, came back yesterday, tomorrow, did the same thing. So he was so used to it. That the day that God said, this is your day of visitation, an angel appeared. Instead of him to be praising God and say, wow, blessed be God, my answer has come. The Bible says he was troubled and afraid. <laughs> and you know there are people that live like this. Now, now, listen to the conversation between Zacharias and the angel. Verse 13. And the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son. And thou shalt call his name John. He said thy prayer is heard. That means Zechariah had been praying. Him and his wife, isn't it? For a child. So God showed up for Zechariah. And Zechariah was troubled. But listen to what Zechariah said. Verses 18. And Zechariah said unto the angel, I mean, you've been praying for something for many years. And finally, God's angel, Gabriel came to tell you that this thing is sorted. Verse 18, And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know that this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well stricken in years. Meaning, what you are saying, mm, I don't think it can happen. Because we are both old. Have you ever trusted God, prayed and prayed and prayed, and then when God showed up, you started to remind God of how impossible the situation is. Now see, actually, 
Say, ah, double promotion in this office. Ah, my HR is very wicked, though. The MD. Ah, nobody has ever gotten it before. <laughs> that was what Zechariah was telling the angel. And of course, I like Gabriel. And Gabriel didn't spare the guy. <laughs> the Bible says, and the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel. How to remind him? You think I came here to play jokes? <laughs> I am Gabriel. I, that stand in the presence of God. How to give him his CV again? That, what are you saying? He says, and I am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these things, these glad tidings. And behold, now, <laughs> God never told this angel to t- make Zechariah dumb. This being dumb was the angel's prerogative. He said, eh? Do you know who I am? I am, in fact, ah, this guy. Say, God, don't be angry. You'll be dumb. <laughs> and he became dumb. <laughs> Read the rest of the story. He became dumb. The next time he spoke was when they asked him, what shall the child be named? So that means he spoke after nine months. <laughs> I'm telling you, and this was the angel. It wasn't God. The message God sent the angel to deliver was that, don't worry, you have a child, your prayers will answer. But he said, ah, the unbelief of Zechariah marveled the angel. They said, ah, but you've been praying for how many years? You'll be dumb. <laughs> you won't escape this one. How many human beings have I made dumb? You'll be dumb. <laughs> Praise God. But you see, it's very easy to laugh at Zechariah. But you know the truth is, the very first thing is that a meeting like Mercy Conference 2023 is coming. You define and you set an expectation. What do you want God to do for you? What do you want to experience at the meeting? Are people just going to preach and you say a powerful message and add to your body of knowledge and you leave the conference? You know, you've ticked another box. Mercy Conference, I was there. You know, when, <laughs> when, when we used to leave secondary school, I don't know how many of you did it, you know. I didn't do it, right? When you are leaving secondary school, you know, you carry this paint, right? So, so, so was here. Uh-huh. So, you, you, when you are leaving, if you write on our church, you paint it. So, <laughs> so, 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 where's the conference 2023? Was here. There you go. And you are waiting for higher ground 2023. It's coming again. Yay! Or you are going to leave knowing that, you see, what I came for, I have experienced. And you live a different person. We've had conferences in the past, but I can assure you of something. This conference is not like any conference we've ever had. You've been hearing God's servant say it, and I'm telling you as a witness by the Spirit, this conference is not like any other conference we've ever had. Come to this conference with a definite expectation. Between now and next week, define what you want to receive. And don't let the things that have happened to you, your experiences in life. You know, I'm sure Zacharias and Elizabeth had prayed, prayed. And one day they said, you know, it will happen this year. This year is our year. It will happen for us. And at the end of the year, no child. So, okay, next year again. He had been beaten too many times and he had allowed his experience to define his thinking that the day God came he said uh, he was reminding God 
of all the impossibilities. Uh, you know, we are now old. If you are talking about this thing when we were young, uh, you know, it's no problem. But now, we do not know specifically how old Zechariah was. But I am sure Zechariah must have read about Abraham. And he must have read that Abraham and Sarah, you know, at 90, this was when they were producing children. That was 90, Sarah gave birth to a first child at 90. Papa, you know, they used to say menopause is 45, right? From biology, this one is 45 times 2, 90. This is menopause pro max. <laughs> and she gave birth to her first child, right? I'm sure Zacharias must have read the story of Abraham and Sarah. So maybe this guy was over 100 years old. Though. So he was saying, ah, with everything I know, this thing cannot happen anymore. But God said, relax. Hey, Gabriel said, I am. Do you know who I am? Now, it's interesting that just in the same chapter, we read about the same angel Gabriel coming to Mary. Now, Mary's case was a more challenging situation. Because Mary was not pregnant, well, was not married. Alright? And so, if you go to the same, same from verse 26, right? Verse 26 of the same chapter 1. The Bible tells us, and in the sixth month, an angel Gabriel, the same angel, sent from God unto a city called Galilee, named Nazareth. And let's just skip down and says, okay, verse 28. And the angel came in unto her, to Mary, and said, Hail! Thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Verse 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. Now remember, what's the difference between Mary and Zechariah? Mary was not praying for a child. <laughs> Elizabeth, they were praying for a child. This one wasn't praying. She wasn't expecting anything. So it's normal for her to be troubled. He says, Blessed art thou amongst women. Verse 29. And when she saw him, Okay, she was troubled. Verse 30. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And all of that. Verses um, 34. And Mary said unto the angel, How shall this thing be? You see, Mary's disposition was different. <laughs> Zacharias, we are stricken in the age of close clothes. Mary was saying, you know what? Hmm. What you are saying sounds impossible. But how shall this thing be? <laughs> Verse 35. And the angel said, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth also had conceived, and all of that. Verse 37. I want us to read this verse together. One, two, let's go. For with God, nothing shall be what? Impossible. And listen to Mary's response. Verse 38. Mary said, well, behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And she wasn't dumb. Praise the Lord. Be it unto me according. It says, with God, nothing shall be impossible. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of possibilities. Spirit of possibilities. Two things, as I round up, two things that you must expect. And these two things 
are going to be the producers of all of the testimonies that you are going to see. Number one, expect an encounter with the Word of God. An encounter with the Word of God. At this conference, expect an encounter with the Word of God. In the book of Revelations, chapter 1, I think verse 10, the Bible tells us about John. He says, John was in the Isle of Patmos, right? He says he was there. He says, I was in the, in, I was in the Spirit of the, on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a great voice as of a, a trumpet. There is a verse that says that he was there for the Word of God. Can you help me look for that verse? He was there for the Word of God. Expect an encounter with the Word of God. Because when the Word of God comes to you, it would produce anything and everything that you so desire. Yeah, verse 9. It says, I, John, also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and, uh, in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus. Expect an encounter with the word of God. And when I say expect an encounter with the word of God, I'm talking about a personalized word. Ah, you know that we can all come for service, and but God will speak to you as an individual. It's called Rema. That word that comes into your spirit and enlightens you on what to do, the next step to take. That word of assurance that no human being can take away from you. When you catch that word, it looks like God has delivered a treasure to you. You become a producer of miracles. Expect an encounter with the word of God. Expect it. The men of God are not going to minister the way, for those that have come here before, they are not going to minister the way they've ever ministered anywhere else. I can assure you. With the prayers that have been sunk into this, into this conference, it's impossible. The ones that have not come here before, when they come here, they, they would testify and say, something is happening to me. You know, do you know who a man of God is? A man of God is a conduit that God uses to get something across to God's people. So you see, it will be beyond the man of God. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. The man of God can come and he's planned that I'm going to say this, this, this. And he gets here. You know, it happened in the last conference. He gets here and he starts to talk and says that, you know, I don't know why I'm saying. And he's saying, ah, expect an encounter with the word of God. In Luke chapter 5, <laughs> the Bible says, Luke 5, the Bible says that Jesus, you know, wanted to use Peter's boat and he did use it. And when it was time, I mean, go to verse 5, thereabouts. Verse 5. Now, after Jesus used Peter's boat, he looked at Peter. And you know what Jesus told him? Peter's, Jesus said, well, launch into the deep. He says, launch into the deep. Maybe go to verse 4. Jesus said, launch into the deep. Right? He says, into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. Verse 5. Hear Peter's response. Peter looked at Jesus and said, <laughs> he says, master. Now, remember Peter was a skilled fisherman. He says, master. We have toiled all night. Now, this I want you to note. He says, we. So he was not the only one toiling. He said, we. There were plenty that had been toiling. He says, all night. From morning till night. All night. 
and have taken nothing. He didn't say we took some. He did, we didn't catch one fish. We did catch in this same place. He says, you're now saying I should launch into the same place. But Peter looked at him, God, Jesus, and said, well, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. <coughs> Verse 6. This is powerful. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. Same place where I was fishing. Means that when God's word gets into action, you will go to the same office and the experience will be different. You will go to the same business and the way customers will be coming, you'll be saying, ah, is this not the same place? It does not matter how long you have toiled. Ha! Mercy Conference 2023 is a new page for someone. New page. New page. Brand new page. He says they began to enclose. <laughs> Should I tell you what happened? I'll tell you. When Jesus said, launch out into the deep, all the fishes, the ones that were far away, said, ah, the master has spoken. They started to come. They started to run. That, that is where we are going. We are going into the net. They didn't say we are going to that area. We are going into the net. Into the net. We must be caught today. <laughs> and then verse 7. The Bible says, and they beckoned unto their partners, the people that were toiling all night with them. They said, hey guys, come. <laughs> Which were in the other ship. That they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships. So they began to sink. <gasps> Only the word of God can do this. They began to sink. Have you seen? Do you? I, I, I don't. Do you, <sighs> have you seen results that even your bank account, your bank manager will call you, sir? Uh, this thing is not normal, sir. You've been doing this same business you know, for how many years now? <sighs> but what is happening this time? <sighs> the word. <laughs> That's what's happening. The word. The word. They began to sink. They called, start calling people. You see, that kind of, you know, there are some blessings that God will give you. You can hide it. You know, nobody will know. <laughs> but there are some kinds of money that will hit your account. You don't need to tell anybody. Everybody will know. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are some blessings that cannot be hidden. They can't be hidden, I tell you. And they began to sink because the blessings were a lot. Expect an encounter with the word of God. The next thing as I close expect an encounter with the Holy Spirit you see it would have been easy to say you know expect financial prosperity expect please in designing your expectations have all of those things there but I'm telling you the two things that will produce all of those other things expect an encounter with the Holy Spirit remember Mary he says the Spirit of God shall overshadow you Mary, who was a lady, single, she had not slept with any man. An angel came said, you will be pregnant and you will give birth. How possible is that? Think about it. You know, sometimes we read stories in the Bible and it looks very far away. You know, we are reading like storybook. Think about it. It actually happened. Really, really, it happened. Same way parting the Red Sea happened. That Red Sea, if you go to Egypt today, the Red Sea you are seeing actually parted. I don't know if you get my point. I mean, this is the way I read my Bible. 
I mean, it's actually a lady that had never met with any man, got pregnant and gave birth to a child. How can that impossibility happen? The Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God is the Spirit of possibilities, my people. Spirit of possibilities. Spirit of possibilities. Pastor has shared numerous testimonies. And there was one testimony Pastor shared about a copper. <laughs> that got into an office and did something. I think I, I've forgotten what, what he did now, but he impressed the MD so much. The MD was so impressed. The MD gave him an estate. Do you, I don't know if you get my point. Naturally, I mean, copper now, copper, how much, copper, sure, how much are they paying you? So by the time you add this one, you, are, you add that you must be squatting with somebody or you are still with somebody <laughs> or you are floating. You know, floaters. Floaters are those that are squatting with the squatters. <laughs> you understand? So, so after how many years, you get a good job. You start to save. Entry level. You save. You save. You save. You start, if you are smart, you start to invest. You do things. You do things. Then after a while, you know, God promotes you. Get another job. Then maybe you can get mortgage. Maybe. As a copper, they gave him an estate. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of possibilities. Expect an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Ah, All that the Holy Spirit sometimes needs to do is to whisper an idea into your mind. <laughs> oh God. Whisper a direction into your mind. All that the Holy Spirit needs to do is to direct you on where you will sit. The person sitting next to you is the answer to all of the prayers you've been praying. All that the Holy Spirit needs to do is to put something on you that you walk into an interview and the interviewer forgets. I mean, I've told you before, one particular interview that I went for, I usually say, and my wife knows, I mean, and those that know, <laughs> if I don't want a job, I don't go for the interview. If I go for the interview, I will get the job. It's not my choice to reject it or to accept it. I'm telling you. But let me tell you my secret. My secret is not about anything I'm going to even say at the interview. And people don't know that. It's not about how many things I've read on how to attend interviews or not to, or what to say and what not to say. Sometimes it's the things that they've told you to say that will annoy the person. <laughs> don't mess up my brain. So what did I do? <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> And I've seen all manner of interviews. Then you, there was one interview that I went for. This guy, after he sat down, they had coached him on what to say. They asked him first question, he said. Third question, he said. Third, fourth question, he said. The person who was intervening just said, I don't know. And told him, said, I don't know. I don't just like you. He said, don't worry, you can go. I mean, you know what the guy did? I kid you not. The guy said, please. <laughs> He went, I was there, not that they told me. <laughs> I said, interesting. <laughs> he said, please, sir. <laughs> My family depends on this. <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, I went for a particular interview. And, you know, when I walked in, I saw the other guys who were going to be interviewed with me. And, you know, the first person went in, came out frowning. Second person went in, came out frowning. One guy went in, came out smiling. In my mind, I said, ah, maybe this one has gotten the job. <laughs> Third person, it was my turn. So I went in and I sat down. 
And he began to ask me questions. Ask me questions. You know, I was expecting them to be looking at my CV to ask me questions. If they were not looking at my CV. They're asking me different questions. So what do you think about this? What do you think? And then, as I was talking, you know this very popular question. Um, can you tell us about yourself? Right? And somehow, now according to the training, when they say tell us about yourself, don't repeat what's on the CV. Because they have the CV. So tell us something else. As I sat there and said, tell us about yourself, the first thing that came out of my mouth was, well, I attended Federal Government College, Kaduna. And I saw that the lady looked at me. She said, wait, wait, wait. You attended what? So I mentioned the school again. She said, eh, what set? And I told her the set. She said, wow. Okay. So what class were you in? So I told her the class. In my mind, I was saying, <laughs> and then she said, "Really? Do you know?" And she mentioned someone's name. I said, "Oh, ah, they were very good friends. We we're seats mates." She said, "Really? That's my younger brother." Ah, I said, "Oh, really?" I said, "Why is he?" The interview began. Then it's fine. Why is he now? And we had a conversation. And the other man just sat there smiling. And after, you know, so she was done. At that point, she just said. I know, I don't, I don't have any questions. <laughs> so, the man, so the man looked at me and said, okay, so yeah, you can continue from where you stopped. And I don't know, for another reason. I said, well, when I finished from MGC Kaduna, I went into, I went to the University of Ibadan. He said, the guy said, went to the University of Ibadan? I said, yes. He said, really, what course did you study? I said, well, geography, social sciences. He said, eh? That is my course. I studied geography. I said, wow. He said, yeah, do you know this lecturer? Yeah, do you know that lecturer? Yeah. Both of them looked at me and said, okay, okay, okay. Of course, who got the job? <laughs> Some things can only be orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. Expect an encounter with the Holy Spirit at this conference. Make up your minds that you will not leave the conference the same person that came. You will live the same way. What do you want God to do in your life and through your life? Don't limit God. Expect, and if it's an international job, you want to describe it, describe it. Don't limit God. Don't be a Zacharias. Don't limit God. You might have tried many times. Well, it is a new, try again. But you are trying this time differently. Trying this time with the anointing of the Spirit of God upon you. And I can assure you, the results will be different. The testimonies that will come forth from Mercy Conference 2023 are going to be greater than the testimonies from any other conference you've ever seen. And this is the good news. Your own testimony will be part of the testimony. In the precious name of Jesus.